a shack with Lachlan Patterson Cause it's the Lockdown Podcast Talking about whatever you want okay. Chilling out, having a chill session so, with and Lachlan I can, And I can fuck with that too Cause remember, I, I want them to be able to crank it if they need to My normal zone, right about here that's about my normal song. Okay, and so up here, that's about six and a half, seven. Thanks, Shan. Okay. Welcome to another episode of The Lockdown. I am your host. I am still the host. They haven't fired me. Of course, they can't fire me because who are they? There's nobody. It's just me. Hi, I'm Lachlan Patterson, and I am your podcast host. That's all you need to know. I also have a website that you can go to, and you can still see my comedy special. For some reason, I haven't had my my team has not updated my website, my web team. So I got to talk to them. Them, there's about fifty of them. So, and they we all talk in Zoom. And I yell at them at the top of my lungs <clears throat> because they haven't changed my website, guys. And so you get to see my comedy special still right now. You can go there and watch my entire comedy special. If you want, you can buy it and I get that money and it pays me back for producing the entire comedy special, which was awesome, but a lot of money and work so the money goes to pay for it and if you can't afford it if you're in a situation where you can't afford it you can sh- just watch it for free as long as you promise to share uh, that you watched it with your various social media outlets that you choose hey I just watched this it's really funny and you should watch it too four to five stars Give it four out of five stars if you liked it. On whatever platform you give your stars to. Who do you give your... Who do you star? Who do you rate? Man, every time I check out of a hotel on this trip I'm on, they always ask me to rate them. And I'm already... I'm driving. I'm driving down the road. And immediately get an email. Hey, rate your stay last night. Anywhere from one to five stars. And uh, and just so you know, they always remind you this: anything below four star, five stars, we we investigate. <laughs> We're gonna get to the bottom of what went wrong, and we are going to fire that person because apparently five stars or nothing is the deal on the internet. And <clears throat> I'm sorry, nobody's perfect. Nothing is perfect. Everything. Everything has room for improvement, including me and including this podcast. So I know I know I need another sound guy and I know I need another lighting guy. You guys have complained about the lighting on my podcast. I'm trying to get that five stars, but four would be amazing. I'm having a great time on this trip. I've been on the road with my family that I created, I, I started a family all by myself. I, I started, I, I, first I found a woman, a woman with a 
reproductive organs that I could live the rest of my life with, which is very hard to select someone to live the rest of your life with. It took a lot of times to select a woman. It took me several, several years to select the final woman, the woman whom I will run everything by before I do it, which is hard because I never used to have to run anything by anyone. I used to just do whatever I wanted. But now i got to run it by everything, everything from every purchase. I always hold it up and look at her, and she shakes her head, no, I have to put it down. And sometimes I don't want to put it down, so I hold it up a little longer, and she keeps shaking her head, and I go, I go, and we have that battle. You ever have that battle in the store? Just holding up a big, dumb fucking shirt over your chest, trying to make her think you look cool. She says, "No, you, you don't. That's not you. It's not who you are." And I go, "Well, what? I want to be this guy." We differ. We differ on a lot of things. And uh, she's much cleaner. I've mentioned this on the show. She's very clean. On the road, I bought a can of Febreze. This is to give you an example is how clean she is. She, the The can was empty in three days. Usually, I can keep a can of Febreze for a couple of years, but. And you just give it a little squirt. One little... St- and you guys preserve your Febreze. It doesn't always have to smell like morning mist or tangerine sunset. It doesn't have to smell like a tangerine sunset always. Or a winter winter wave. We're working it out. New bits. My kid uh, is on the trip with me too. Crazy. He's almost two, and he's crazy. He's it's, it's crazy bringing a two-year-old on the road. They they do not want to do what you want to do. They want they want you to follow them around while they pick up rocks. And you're like, look at look at all this crazy stuff that you've never seen before. And he's like, yeah, I know. I've been seeing things I've never seen before every single day since I was born. So I'm kind of used to that. This doesn't impress me any more with than the shit I was finding in the backyard. So I'm cool. I was cool in the backyard. I was learning so much about life. Whereas me and my lady are like, we've learned all that stuff. I know when I pick up a rock, I know I'm not that impressed anymore. Or a broken shell or a, a shitty little flower you pulled out of the grass to hand me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's a fucking adorable when he brings me flowers. Anyway, he learned. He's he's grown up fast. He learned to walk early for his age. A lot of kids take a year or longer, sometimes 18 months or more, to learn to walk. But he walked before he was a year old. And so he's walking earlier than everyone else, which means that when he grows up, he's going to be walking better than everybody his age. And even when he's like in his 50s and 60s, people are going to be like, man, you're an amazing walker. You walk like a 70-year-old. And he'll be like, yeah, I know. I just started early. I was walking before you guys. So now I really can walk better than, you know, I got my stride is solid. 
he has to sit there while I work out next to him in the grass. And I'm not, I'm not bragging. I hardly work out. I can't even, I can't even get on a regiment. You know, when you think you, I have nothing but time when I'm in the woods camping to just get down and do some sit-ups and push-ups. But uh, I, I do a little bit. Of, I've started my own workout routine. How to look okay without working that out that much is my workout routine, and basically one of the one of the elements that I try to teach in the workout is that you got to listen to your body. You always got to listen to your body, and when your body doesn't want to do anything, well, then listen to it. Sometimes your body's right. Don't always push your body to the pain level. If it hurts, stop. Get up. Relax. And uh, really examine if you've done enough or not. Maybe, maybe you find out that was pretty darn good what you already did. How to look okay without working out that much. It's my new training program that I'm building. <clears throat> I've been leaving a lot of coffee on top of the roof of the van and just driving off on this trip. Just forgetting I put the coffee up there. i got to remember that when I get in a conversation as I'm opening the door, often I get sidetracked. Just coffee. You know, just look in my rearview mirror and see it whipping down the road spilling everywhere and I'm like god damn it now I need to get another cup of coffee I'm not a I'm an imbecile do you know that the imbecile moron and idiot were all originally medical terms that doctors used they used those terms all the way up until the 60s I think they were using those terms to describe people's intelligence and people would just have that label on them forever. Because you can't, once you're labeled an idiot, it's for life. You can't just, you know, idiots don't become geniuses. Nobody's like, well, I used to be an idiot, <clears throat> but then I studied real hard, and now I'm a genius. That'll never happen. So when you die, these people, when they died on their paperwork, it said moron. He died a moron, which is horrible. Especially if you were misdiagnosed by somebody and they diagnosed you as an idiot. And you had to be like, I'm not an idiot. I'm a moron, you imbecile. But I love my kid very much. He's not an idiot. I can tell already. You can tell when your kid isn't an idiot. He's learning very rapidly. And I, I hope he doesn't become an idiot. But I, ne I don't think he'll be an idiot. M worst he'll be is an imbecile. Do you know imbecile is, is better than idiot? Idiot's the worst. You don't want to get that idiot label for sure. But if you get imbecile, you're kind of like, whew, at least I'm not an idiot. So My kid's not an idiot. He's awesome. But uh, if I were to do it over again, I would adopt a highway because... He's just a lot of work, you know. Adopting a highway is easy. I especially because I, you know, especially I probably uh, adopt, you know, like a, a highway in a third world country because I think people respect you more when you do that. They see that you're, you know, almost saving a highway. 
and uh, you're seen as a bit more of a hero than just a regular old guy who just adopts highways. I got pulled over by the police as a white man. That is not a big deal. I didn't even get pulled over. I had already pulled over to take a break from the trip. I pulled over in a town. I don't even remember the town, but it was near Tacoma. And I was parked next to a a mechanics shop and a tow truck place. And I just figured no one's going to bother us here. So we stopped the car. I let Bananas out, my bunny. He's been on the trip with us. He's He's having a great time. So the bunny's out there. He's in the he's in the grass. There's a little bit of grass, and he's just chowing away on the grass. <clears throat> and my kid's taking a break from a two-hour drive. Me and him are playing with his dump truck, and my lady goes and grabs some water from the store across the street. And so I'm just playing with him, and I turn around, and I, there's a police officer walking up to me, and he's got his police squad car parked blocking my van. And I was like, oh, shit, what's going on here? And he looks at me. He goes, this is just temporary? And I said, yeah, I am yeah, I just pulled over. He's like, yeah, you're just taking a break? And I said, yeah, I'm just taking a break. My kid's two hours is his maximum on the road. And then he just loses his shit. So we're just hanging out here. He goes, okay, no, no problem. Just had a phone call. Somebody complained uh, that there was an unusual van parked there. Um, I just want to make sure you weren't trying to set up camp here and because we get a lot of people homeless people setting up camps around this neighborhood and uh didn't know if what you were up to and i said no we'll be out of here in a sec and he goes no problem take as long as you want i'm you're normal he says i'm just trying to make see what see what's going on but you are normal you do whatever you want i apologize you have a nice day and he walked back to his car and I said, oh, that, was, that wasn't too bad. And then I thought, for the first time, I think ever, I thought, uh, I wonder if it would have gone down that way if I was black. And that's the first time I ever thought of that. And I don't know. I don't know the answer. And I, I shouldn't say that I... I do, but it was kind of weird thinking that, you know, maybe it wouldn't have gone down that way. Maybe it would have been a lot harder for me, and how shitty would that have been? I hope I hope that shit doesn't go down, but I know it does. But I also know there's criminals out there, and these guys are, there's a lot of these guys are just doing their job, so I don't know. I don't even know why I brought it up. It just, it's just... I just was grateful I was white there, you know? I'm not proud to be white, but I'm also grateful that I'm white. I don't think you should be proud to be white. That's weird. Just be thankful, because you should be. It's, it's, a, it's an advantage. Someone told me that because tall white men have a 70% 70% chance of success. And I don't know if, I don't know how they come up with percentages and, and how do you measure success? I, everyone measures success differently. But I'm tall and I'm white and I, I love my life. 
I love I feel very grateful every day for wh- what I have and and I I cherish it. So I hope I hope I'm doing enough. I'm sure I'm not. Staying here at my buddy Shannon's house, him and his his lady Gilda Gilda Golda, Jesus. Gilda. Golda and my buddy who I call the wizard because he's he's just one of those rare human beings who's just really good at everything. And if you ever have a question about like anything, he'll have an answer. Like I sh- I shit you not, I pulled up a, I took a picture of a mushroom yesterday that I'd never seen before. And I go, I'm going to ask Shannon. And I pulled up the mushroom and I go, hey, what kind of mushroom is this? And he goes, oh, that's a da-da-da mushroom. And he knew it, the, the Latin for it. And he knew all sorts of shit about it. And, I mean, it was one of those mushrooms where, you know, it was red and orange and massive. And it had a white stalk. It was like, it was like out of Mario Brothers, you know. If you eat it, you get bigger. You know, the one you get bigger when you eat it. And then you go along and you get to be bigger for a little while and you become a complete asshole as soon as you get bigger. You start stepping on everything. And you're just like, fuck you, mushrooms. Fuck you, other things. Turtles, fuck you. And then eventually one of them takes you back down to size. And then you gotta be a tiny, just you, yourself. And then it's not enough and you get angry. And you just, you try to find more mushrooms. So you can be a big fucking dick again. You play that game? Have you guys ever played that horrible game? Should we get into some sesh talk? Let's get into some sesh talk. Oh, yes. I just hit a milestone. I have surfed Washington. I surfed Washington yesterday. It was fucking amazing. It was absolutely amazing. I went to, we pulled into Westport the night before and got a hotel because I really wanted to get off my bucket list surfing Washington. I pulled off Oregon and had a great time in Oregon. And uh, But I never surfed Washington before. Surfed British Columbia. So the Pacific Northwest had not been conquered until I got Washington off my list. And, I, you know, we went out the day we got into Westport and it was, we didn't go surfing, we just scoped and it was just blown out and shit. And I was confident that if we got up in the morning before the wind got on it, it'd be all right. But my lady was cool enough to sleep in and watch the kid while I jumped in the van in the morning and raced out to, uh, they have a jetty there. (laughs) They got a super long jetty. And it was just pumping off the jetty in the morning. I think they were projected four to six. Definitely, definitely four to six. And I paddled out. It was, I mean, I must have ducked over 30 waves. I looked at my watch. It took me 10 minutes to paddle out to the to the part of the jetty where it wasn't breaking on my head. These four to six footers were just pushing me back the whole time. And the settle and the and the what do they call it? The periods were like one second. So it was just wave after wave after wave after wave. It was just fucking hard, man. These guys have these guys endure a lot just to go surfing. And uh I paddled out there, and I paddled into a couple, and they just kind of avalanched you, and then you just rolled off them as they walled up on the on the inside. 
and because if he, I was like, I saw them wall up, and I was like, can I beat that? And then I was like, if I don't, I'm gonna be so stuck on the inside, and like just my arms are sore. So I just kept rolling off them, and finally I caught one, and I I went straight down the avalanche, and then it started to <clears throat> kind of stack up on the inside, and by inside I still mean like a fucking mile out to sea, but it would stack up and I just started, I decided to go for it and I started pumping along it and I, w- I was outrunning it. I actually got to outrun it and then uh, get through that section. Anyway, I had a fucking great ride. I had one of my best rides ever in Washington at Westport, which d- there's not much else to do there except clam. They, they brought a lot of clams to the hotel and people were shucking their clams in the hotel, <laughs> which is a, I don't know, clams, not a big fan of clams, but that was sesh talk, look at that, and now I'm back at the house, everyone's waiting for me so they can have dinner, so I've got to go in there, they got all sorts of food, I woke up this morning to breakfast with scrambled eggs, Shannon made me scrambled eggs with the chickens that he's got, he's got chickens all over this place, I left my door open on the van, and a chicken jumped in the van, and I didn't know it was in there for like 30 minutes, and I walked in there to try to shoo him out, her out and she laid an egg in the van <laughs> the, the chicken laid an egg in the van I was like what kind of a bananas is out hanging out with the chickens the chickens are all in, trying to see what what bananas is doing what, what is this weird creature in our chicken coop and there's just vegetables this whole house is surrounded by gardens of all sorts of wonderful vegetables and bananas is eating I mean he's got kale he's got shard he's got you know, all sorts of cabbages and, oh man, and everything in the forest. We're in the forest. It's in on Whidbey Island in Washington. It's beautiful here. And uh, we're heading up to see my folks on Pender Island in Canada, up in, Van- in near Vancouver. We've got to quarantine for 15 days before we can hang out with them, but it's going to be great. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, i got to get going. i got to go sit down and eat with them. If you guys, if I haven't mentioned already, and I know I'd already mentioned it, but if you don't know this, my book is available. My book is finally out. It's awesome. I just picked them up last week in Portland. Shout out to B&B Printing for making these things, making this dream come true. It's a it's a coffee table book about my comedy special, and you can listen to my comedy special. You can download it. It comes with the download, and you put your headphones on, you listen while you flip through the book, and the book kind of guides you through the comedy special and there's photos and it might be a fun experience <clears throat> and you can order them by reaching out to me on instagram or twitter or email me at booklachlan at gmail.com i gotta get a podcast web email put that on my list so you guys can send me uh, 40 bucks plus shipping and handling Mostly shipping. I don't do a lot of the handling of the books because I think that's obviously something we got to worry about now. So all shipping. And uh, first class mail, that's what I use because I want my mail to get those good seats at the front so that when the other mail comes on the plane, they think, oh, man, that, that guy's rich. And I want them to... You know, if the plane crashes, I want my mail to be close to the pilots because that's where you, you know, because they always, they live. 
The pilots usually live because they're saving their own asses by dragging the tail and slowing the plane down that way. I have to see what they're up to. But take care, you guys. I'm going to go have some wonderful food cooked by Golda and Shannon, two amazing people. And you should, uh, you can't check them out because you don't know where they live. But (laughs) I hope you have people like them in your life that just, I don't know, they just love because they don't even want anything from you. They just want you to have a great time hanging out with them. I love that about them. All right. Peace. Shack with Lachlan Patterson Cause it's the Lockdown Podcast Talking about whatever you want Chilling out, having a chill sesh With Lachlan's guest, yeah The Lockdown Podcast The Lockdown